3: Superman on the Trail of Eric Larson is unavailable at the time when he is most needed.
4: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, your collection of pep prizes must be pretty far along by now. That is, if you've been saving the prize in every package of pep you open, because there's one of three different kinds of prizes you may find there. For instance, uh, maybe you're collecting those snappy pep comic buttons. There are 18, you know, in the series, each picturing a favorite comic strip character to to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. Or uh, maybe you're going in for those bright-colored bird pictures. There are 24 of those to collect, each with a full description so that you can wise up the gang on birds. And uh, have you rounded up all seven of those colored cardboard plane models? Each one's a, a model of a famous fighting plane, like a Lockheed Ventura or a British Lancaster or a Curtis Helldiver. All in all, that makes 49 different prizes you can collect. One in every package of Pep, the sunshine cereal. And meanwhile, you can be enjoying breakfast with those crisp golden whole wheat flakes of Pep. Mmm, How Pep does make with a flavor. A catchy, fresh flavor. A sunny, toasted flavor. In short, a Pep flavor. And it really sends you. So, for prize eating and your surprise prize, ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep tomorrow.
3: Now, the adventures of Superman. A series of anonymous phone calls and notes threatening the life of his young companion, Robin, prompted the famous Batman to ask his friend, Superman, for help. Together, they investigated a man named Eric Larson, whom Batman suspected because Robin's testimony had sent him to prison. Batman and Superman had just discovered that Larson had cleverly escaped from prison when they were advised that Robin, whose real name is Dick Grayson, had been with Jim Olsen when they were both seized and spirited away in a car. Now, with both Superman and Batman unaware of his and Jim's whereabouts, young Grayson, his hands bound tightly behind him, lies on the floor of a bungalow on the outskirts of Metropolis. Eric Larson, a hollow-cheeked man with deep-set burning eyes, chuckles mirthlessly in response to a question about Jim. Then he
0: speaks. I've taken care to see that Olson will not be able to describe me to the police. Now when... You
2: mean you killed Jim?
0: I don't have to draw you a diagram, Grayson.
2: But... But he never did anything to...
0: neither here nor there. You, my young friend, are important to me. It is for this moment that I endured five long years in state prison. Yes, five years of prisoner behind bars. That was too good for you. Why, you... You should
2: have gone to the chair for murdering my mother and father.
0: You can never prove that.
2: Maybe not. But I did prove you blackmailed them until you bled them dry of money.
0: Yes. Yes, you did. And for that, I swore to get you. And now, I've got you. And I'm going to make you pay heavy for the time I spent behind those gray stone walls.
2: If the police don't track you down and take you back where you belong first.
0: <laughs> not a chance, son. Not a chance.
2: No? Well, smarter crooks than you have been tripped up by the police. Don't forget that.
0: are smarter, perhaps, but not so careful.
2: Oh, yeah? What makes you so cocksure?
0: Because, Master Grayson, I am legally dead. What? That's right. I don't suppose there's any harm in telling you now that through the use of a certain oriental drug, I fooled the prison authorities in pronouncing me dead. Then after I was buried in the prison cemetery, I was removed by a a friend. And here I am, ready for revenge.
2: Oh, but but they'll catch on. Somebody will find out. Batman, my friend Bruce Wayne, will find out. He'll manage to...
0: (laughs) You're whistling in the dark, reason. You're squirming. And that does my heart good. The only trouble is, there's not much time left for me to enjoy your performance. Because in just a short while, I expect Mr. Marsh to arrive. Mr. Marsh? And when he comes, the curtain falls on your performance. Why? Who's Mr. Marsh? You'll know soon enough. So start saying your prayers.
2: Now, 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 please, Mr. Wayne, relax. We're doing everything we can to find young Grayson. Well, I'm sure you are, Inspector, but I tell you we'll never get anywhere unless you put out a dragnet for Eric Larson. Now, look, let's be sensible. What's the point in looking for a dead man? The point is, as I told you before, Clark, Ken, and I are both convinced that Larson's alive. But Larson affected a prison break through the use of an oriental drug that causes suspended animation, causes death. Ah, uh, poppycock. Uh, just a moment. That's my phone. Hello? Yes, Hilly. What? What? The falls? Jumping catfish. How did he... What's that? A kid? What's happened, Inspector? Come on, Wayne. Yeah? Yeah, go ahead, Hilly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does it that? Sure. Did you call the river patrol? I see. Okay, I'll be right out there. What is it, Inspector? Well, there's a kid caught in the rocks at Horseshoe Bend, Wayne. The head of the fall. What? Yeah, he's about 16 years old, he says, as near as they can judge with binoculars. He can't hold on much longer, and they can't get a rope to him. A skinny youngster with ginger hair, freckled. Well, that sounds like Jim Oates. Yeah. Come on. Come on, I'm going out there. Jupiter, maybe... Maybe, Dick... Inspector, wait. Huh? We've got to call Clark Kent. Well, why do you want to bother about Kent? What can he do? You'd be surprised. Look, he's up at the state prison talking with Warden Hobbs. Please have someone call him, Inspector, and tell him what happened. Okay, I'll tend to it on the way out. Let's go.
1: You're quite sure this man, Wilfred Ellis, is the only visitor Larson had during his stay in prison, Warden Hobbs? He's the only one shown on the records, Kent. Alice must be the one who brought him the drug and perhaps helped him escape. Are you still harping on that drug, Kent? Yes, I am, Warden. Because I'm convinced he's alive. But we won't waste time arguing. I've got to find him. And when I do, I'll find Jim Olson and Dick Grayson. But I've got to work fast. Would you give me the address of this Wilfred Ellis, please? Of course. Yeah, here it is on his visitor's card. The Great American and International Circus. Well, did you say circus? That's right. Why? Nothing, only Larson used to be ringmaster of a circus and Dick Grayson's parents were performers in the same outfit. Is that so? Yes, this sounds like a hot lead, Warden. Now all I've got to do is find out where the Great American and International Circus is playing. Uh, wait till I answer the phone, and No Kent. time to wait, Warden. Many thanks for the information. So long. Well, you're wasting your time, Kent, but good luck. Thanks. See you again. Warden I'm speaking.
0: This is Metropolis Police Headquarters. Is Clark Kent up there?
1: Kent? Well, he just left my office. Is it important? Yeah, very. Just a minute. Maybe I can still get him. Hold on. Kent!
0: Kent!
1: Oh, Oh, that's funny. He's gone already. That fellow must move like the wind. Then I'll catch him at the main entrance.
2: Main entrance, Cannon speaking.
1: And Mr. Clark Kent just left my office in a great hurry. So he must be at your gate now. Will you step out? He's not here, Warden. What? Are you sure? Yes,
2: sir, I'm sure.
1: Well, well. Where in blazes did he get to?
3: Warden Hobbs scratches his head, unaware that Clark Kent as Superman is by this time rocketing through the skies to pursue his latest clue. Still unaware of the latest development at Horseshoe Falls, where Batman and his guise of Bruce Wayne has just arrived with Inspector Henderson. Standing on a bank of the river bend, Wayne focuses a pair of binoculars across the swift flowing water to a mass of black, jagged rocks 100 yards away at the head of the rushing, tumbling falls. There, clinging to one of the rocks at the very brink of the foaming cascade, Wayne sees a small, thin figure... For a split second, he peers at the figure, then gasps to Henderson.
2: Inspector, that is Jim Olsen.
3: Jim Olsen?
2: Yes, I'm sure of it. Suffering catfish. Here, let me have those glasses, Wayne. Here you are. Sergeant Healy, why doesn't that police boat shoot a rope out to him? They've been trying to, but the poor kid can't let go his hole in the rock long enough to reach for it. If he does, he'll be swept over the fall. Yes, Jim, all right. Say, how'd he ever get out there? I don't know, Inspector. Can't that boat work in closer and send a swimmer out with a rope? The
3: current's too strong for the boat to get any closer, Mr. Wayne any swimmer would be pulled over the falls before he could reach the rock. Well, I know
2: one who won't. What do you mean?
3: Say, why are you taking your shoes off? Why him? do you
2: suppose? I'm going in after Jim. What are you, nut? Oh, no, don't. you be proud. Maybe not. Anyhow, something's got to be done to help Jim. He can't hang on much longer. But you won't have a chance in that water, Wayne. Listen, Inspector. Contact that police boat and tell them to shoot a rope out ahead of me. I'll drive it, tie it around my waist, and carry it out to Jim. Then they can pull us both back in. No, wait. Come on, now. Stop, Wayne. Don't. Wayne. Come back. Come back,
3: you fool! Shouting vainly, Inspector Henderson and Sergeant Healy watch with horrified admiration as Bruce Wayne, who is really Batman, begins a seemingly futile fight with a powerfully rushing current which reaches for him with hungry, cruel fingers. We'll see what happens to him in a moment when we return for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by.
4: You know, gang, you can cram a lot more fun into your day when you go in for a real bang-up breakfast. Because when you eat right in the morning, you've got what it takes to have fun at your schoolwork, and more fun besides. So uh, tomorrow morning, include in your breakfast a bowl of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. See how those crisp tender flakes of whole wheat tickle your taste, put you in the mood to eat hearty. Take in that sunny, catchy Pep flavor, all golden toasted. Why, you'll say Pep's one prize dish. Or, uh, you might say Pep's a 49-prize dish, because there are 49 different prizes you can get in packages of Pep, one in every single package. For instance, uh, you can collect seven exciting colored cardboard models of fighting planes, easy to assemble. And you can round up a great new series of 24 bird pictures, each with a a full description to help you identify these birds in the air. And then there are those 18 bright-colored comic buttons, each with a famous comic strip character to to pin on your beanie cap or your jacket. So get busy collecting all three kinds of those wonderful prizes. Ask Mom to get you a package of Kellogg's Pep next time she goes shopping.
3: Swimming powerfully, a rope from the police boat tied around his waist, Bruce Wayne, who is really the famous Batman, has fought his way through the swiftly surging river to the jagged black rocks at the head of Horseshoe Falls to one on which Jimmy Olsen clings with his last ounce of strength. Now, as Inspector Henderson and Sergeant Healy watch from the riverbank with bated breath, Wayne throws an arm around the exhausted Jimmy, braces himself against a rock, lifts his other arm and a signal to the police tug to tow him and his burden in.
2: He made it, Healy! He made it! Ever saw anything like that, Inspector.
3: Look, he's got Olsen. He's starting to pull it toward the boat. I see that. Man,
2: that Wayne is terrific. And they call him a playboy.
3: Playboy or not, he's got what it takes, all
2: right. Hey, why don't they pull him in faster? Yeah, they've got to be careful not to snap the rope. Lots of jagged rocks here. Sharp as razors. You see? They're trying to keep the line clear, the rocks. Yes.
3: Yeah. I don't like the way the rope's cutting across that one. Holy honey, Inspector, look!
2: The rope broke. Great heaven, they'll be swept over the falls. Swim Wade! For Pete's sake, swim away! Oh, man, no, you say not got a chance! Not a ghost of a chance! <laughs>
3: Aghast, Inspector Anderson and Sergeant Healy watch as Bruce Wayne, still clinging to the limp-exhausted Jimmy Olsen, struggles to fight his way out of the hissing, white-boiling angry water, which stubbornly sweeps them on toward the very brink of the Rocky Falls. With Superman as yet unaware of their predicament, can anything save Batman and Jimmy now? And what of Batman's young companion, Robin, condemned to death by Eric Larson, escaped convict who swore vengeance... Tomorrow's thrilling episode will have you sitting on the edges of your chairs from start to finish and winds up with a terrific surprise. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And
4: remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep.
3: For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
4: is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, on a shivery morning, when your first idea is to beat it down to breakfast quick, dang, that's crumbles weather. That's when you want a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. That's when you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles, the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. Sort of sweet and mellow rich, and so good for you. Mom knows that. So when you think of something toasty on a cold morning, think of Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.